This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you guys do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Dell Moore from Affordable Solution 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. The roof on your house will not last forever, but keep your roof in good shape. And you can extend its wife, uh, not its wife, but its life well beyond its years. And the opposite side, if you neglect your roof, it's going to be big problems over time. So today we'll give you some tips on maintaining your roof, and most don't even involve a ladder, which is great. Join the conversation with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How's it going, guys? Going wonderful. That's about to say, don't all jump in. You're right. <laughs> no, man. It, uh, in fact, it. I know it's going to get hot today, but it's not too bad out right now. Not as bad as, boy, in the past couple of weeks. Uh, it was it's been humidity. humidity. I'll take it this. It has been tough. I'll take this. But... Um, so what are you guys working on? What's going on right now? Dell? Actually, I got a uh, I'm working on two at one time, so I'm spreading it a little bit. I got two houses going at one time. Mm-hmm. We're uh, putting them back together the inside uh two different drywall crews in, seeing who's going to finish first. Oh, drywall crews. Mm-hmm. Love some drywall. All right. Now, uh, they're they're getting down pretty good. I got a a flat roof we're going to build up this morning. Okay. And uh just been been busy, man. How about you, Jeff? What's going on? Uh, we're uh, we've started a couple bathroom um, uh, demolitions, tearing the bathroom out, and going to put in a brand new one. And uh, found out on the way to the station this morning that one of our supply houses <coughs> actually sent the wrong tub. Mm. But but yeah, it was yeah, <laughs> it is an uh oh. And uh, to make the uh oh a little. More severe, we installed. Oh no, said tub. <laughs> right. so, uh, so now we are. I Eating think we're. I tub. think we're. Uh, no, no, we're not. Oh, okay. I think the supply house is probably going to um, donate to a tub, right, to the to the, to the owner. So uh, we'll we'll see how that shakes out. Okay. Well, uh, we're we're having a, a little bit of work done around here. It's really funny because we're having a door put in, mm-hmm. and and. Folks, I want to tell you, you know, I have hosted this show. When, when did we start this show, Dale? Probably around 2013, 14, 15. I don't know. It's anyway, been a couple years now. Maybe 15, 2015. But uh, since we've been on there, you know, I'm, I'm like the the hotshot handyman guy that I always talk about, you know, goof it up. Well, anyway, I ordered this door to go into MPB, right? <laughs> An internal door. I didn't tell the guy which way the door should swing. Oh, no. So he brought the door that should go in there, and, of course, it swings the wrong way. <laughs> but I can't. I, you can't blame the contractor. I didn't tell him which way I wanted it to go. So uh, the, the only uh, answer to the situation was to either have it go, you know, the wrong way. Or flip it around and have it go another way. But so I didn't get what I want, folks, because I didn't ask for it up front. Not a contractor's fault when you don't tell them what you want. Yeah. So anyway, let's uh, go ahead and start it off. Roger is in Florence. Are, are we ready for Roger? No, we're not. Okay. Let's. Uh, oh, I wanted to talk about this. I have got the worst chore coming up this weekend. You guys oh, ready no. for this? Okay. A honeydew. My wife told me yesterday. When you guys get home. Uh, when you get home this weekend, I need you to fix the dripping tub faucet. Oh, man. I, and I know exactly what it is. Yep. 
And it, it, here's the deal, folks. If you've ever had to do this, if, you're, if your faucet is dripping, I asked her, okay, what's going on? What's happening and what is wrong? And she said, well, um, uh, when you tighten the, the hot as hard as you can, and it still drips. Okay. And let's see. Get a wrench and tighten I, it some more, and it still drips. It still drips. Nice. So I'm going to – right, exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to have to replace the seats uh, yep. in, in there. And, uh, folks, that is – it sounds like physics, like nuclear physics. But it's, it's not. It's, it is really not that bad. It's a screw-off. Uh, you take a screw off, a little handle comes off, and then there is a, a a place there where you can fit a wrench around, and it's like a it's like this stick that comes out of the wall, and you can put a wrench around it and take it out, and that's the actual thing that turns the faucets on and off. Well, there's a little piece of rubber back there and a piece of brass, and they make mm-hmm. all the difference in the world. Yes, that, both of those things cost what two dollars and thirteen right. cents a exactly. piece. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, for a sorted box of them, but will ruin. A thousand dollar faucet. Yes, yes. Walls and all, all the way down to the floor. I will never ever forget this. uh, What I'm fixing to tell you, and this is this has been 35 years ago. Um, Our vanity faucet was dripping. Uh huh. So I said, "Fine, I'm going to remove the stem. Right. I'm going to put the seats in, put Uh the stem back. Everything's cool. I'll be done in five seconds." Did you well, turn the water off? No. <laughs> oh man! So if you if you ever want to see some water shooting out of the the countertop, right? Oh, it's a it's a great sight. <laughs> so of course I take that off. Water shooting up. Right. It, it's like that commercial. Yeah. Y- yeah. You know, water shooting out. Then I'm running because now I've got a I've got to. Um, you can't Finally put it back off. in. No, that's right. 300 psi. Ooh. So. So, and to make things even worse, all I had to do was reach down there and do, cut cut it right. off at the. But no, I'm out the water meter. Right. So right. you know it's just on and on. But that that was. That <laughs> Ladies was, and gentlemen, see, it's such a surprise that cold water comes out yes. so hard. By the way, you've heard two horror stories from two people <laughs> yeah. giving you advice today. Exactly. <laughs> hey, call in. <laughs> and, and you know when you take the veil out, it don't immediately comes right out. It gives you a second to think about. I messed sure. up. Right. And right. It comes gushing out. Right. All right. Uh, number to call is eight seven seven. Uh, MPB ring. It's 877-672-7464. Obviously, you can go ahead and uh, send us an email, too. Fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Can we take Roger now? Let's go, Roger. What's going on? Well, good morning. Thanks for your show. Uh, yes, sir. I've got a one of your roof questions, since it seems to be roof day. Yes, sir. Got a metal roof, uh, heavy metal roof. I went over shingles 35 years ago after a, a tornado took care of my shingle roof. And my question, my number one question is, uh, how do you tell whether or not anything needs to be done about the fasteners? You know, there are these pretty broad uh, threaded uh fasteners that they use to put the roof down with, and they have a neoprene or some sort of a washer, and uh, if they're not done right, the washer gets crushed and deteriorates, but if they're done right, the washer supposedly survives. So how do I tell whether or not I need to do anything for this, uh, oh, I'd say 35-year-old metal roof? 
Uh, the second question has to do with why would anybody ever build a flat roof <laughs> on a commercial building uh, or other building when for just not too much more construction you could put a little bit of elevation, you could put a little bit of uh, incline on it. That's a good question. I can, I can answer the flat roof. I'm going to let Dale handle the other one. All right. Uh, Dale, so what's the deal with this? Um, uh, the We've talked about this before, the screws that put down the metal roofs. Talk about that for a second, Dale. Well, they come uh, like anything. It's got a shelf life. They, you know, they're not going to last forever. It's got a rubber washer. It's mm-hmm. uh, going through summer, winter, all those uh, elements out in the um, in the weather. So, uh, after 35 years, it's lasted well. And you exactly. don't have any leaks. I, I was, just wouldn't do nothing I, to I it. I was thinking the same thing. It's been there 35 it years. It be installed correctly. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, I think I would. I wouldn't I, do nothing. I would get up there, it obviously be safe and, and so on. But I would like to get up there, take a look at it, make sure my washers are not dry rotted. Mm-hmm. But I'm with Dale. It's been there 35 it's years. Good. A craftsman put that on 35 years ago. <laughs> yes. He's, he's good. And then yeah. a metal roof, you know, when you get past 35, just say if he get another 30, you know, you should start looking when this is it now. I have given it my lifetime. 60 years is, is a lifetime of a metal yeah. roof. Uh, and beyond. Or any roof, really. And, well, you know, uh, three, yeah. you know, shingles, you know they're not going to last sure. past yeah. 25 no. or 30. And, and then your second question um, flat roofs. A flat roof installed <laughs> properly is a very good roof, but. Think about the commercial building sales space. So uh-huh. they're going to use every bit of the space they can. And if you ever go up on a commercial roof, you will see air handlers, yeah. um, satellite. There's all <laughs> that is leasable space up there, not for the tenant, of course, but it's operational space. Th- there you go. Yeah. And um, but a, a flat roof on a commercial building done properly is. Is a good idea, um, but they're gonna hold some water. Any flat roof is gonna hold a little water. Yeah, now and I don't design to hold a little water. I don't like them on residential. Um, if I can, if I can get by without having a flat roof, then yes. then absolutely, I don't want a flat one. Mm-hmm. But we need to treat our 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 second floor porches the same way as a flat roof. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's a good point. Proper seals and everything. That's right. Interesting. Okay. All right, Roger. I hope that helps out. Let's. Uh, in his case, he really. If he don't have any roof leaks, don't sweat nah, it. No. Now you can put a ladder up there and just look, but don't get on it. Just look yeah, at it because you do right. damage walking on a metal roof. That's a good point. All right. Uh, thanks, Roger. Hope you helped out. Let's uh, keep going. Jim is on the line in Biloxi. What's going on, Jim? Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing today? All doing right. good. Hey, I just uh, observation on the last caller. Uh, Thirty-five years ago, when we were putting on metal roofs, most of the time we were using nails and lead the lead headed. Wow. Well, he, he didn't. He didn't mention. Uh, I mean, he he said something about the. Oh, I guess he did say that. He said the rubber, huh? Uh huh. So mm-hmm. He was thinking that was. He was worried about I that. Don't know, yeah, I don't know if that was just a general statement or if, if he did have a rubber. Uh, grommet on his fasteners. I, right. That was not real clear. And he never said yeah. anything about a leak. He was just he concerned with the maintenance. He didn't. Uh, so. so here's the here's the story, though. I mean, y'all uh, people who have been on the roof, even after ten years on a uh, a roof put on right nowadays with the screw, there are times when them screws do back up. You might not necessarily get a leak, but it don't, especially with the length of time. It doesn't hurt to have a professional 
take a look at it. I agree with that. Yes. I mean, even if it's not leaking, I mean, you ain't, you know, you don't have to do anything, and that's fine. But right. But I like Dell's point time. of don't get up on it unless you have to. Yeah, because yeah. you increase the I mean, damage. You're walking well, on it, you're bending it. Unless you know what you're doing. I mean, you're walking on the hard parts or something. Yes, right. I mean, that's why you get somebody who knows what they're doing. But, right. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. Oh, I would just wanted to say uh, on that water in the bathroom, mm-hmm. a long time ago I did one of them where you didn't <laughs> shut the water off, and, man, that was kind of stupid. <laughs> <you know? laughs> well, I can say this, Jim. You've only got to do that once. No, <laughs> that's right. I, I, I opened up that statement 35 years ago. I'll never forget this. Right. That's so true. You've only got to do you, it once. You, you, yeah, yeah. You, you'll only Thanks. do it once. Thanks a lot, Jim. You've got a good show, man. Okay, bye. Appreciate it. Let's go on to John. He's got an idea about those screws on the middle roof. What's going on, John? Hey, good morning. I, I, I've had that uh, uh, some customers with that problem before, and the metal roofing companies are a local hardware store hmm. you can buy a, a screw the same screw a little bit bigger diameter really um and just go through and replace all the screws it's um you know it's a it's a pretty good little job but again a professional ought to do it but uh you know after 35 years the rubber's probably just about worn out i, I could i uh, cannot see any way in, w- in which it would not be worn yeah, out it's at a this lot point. of summers man <laughs> right. yeah. right. i mean so just 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 take those screws out, put a bigger diameter screw with a new washer on it, and you should be good for another 35 years. Wow. Yeah. John, you ought to sell these good, things for a living. Good, and, good and just well, throw me in straight. Do, try not to I do actually offset. sell these. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah. What do you sell, the uh, roofs or the screws? Right. Uh, just, just, just the screws. Gotcha. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah. Gotcha. Thanks, John. Appreciate it, John. All Appreciate right. it. All right, you know what, folks? It's time to, for us to take our first break of the hour. When we come back, we'll continue talking about roof maintenance and your DIY projects. If you have a question about a project, join the show and give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Your home for the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dale Moore from Affordable Solutions and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today we're checking off your home summer maintenance checklist. Well, some of those things, but mainly we're talking your roof today. Join the conversation uh, this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email Fix it 101 at mpbonline.org. Some of the things I wanted to talk about before we get into uh, what we're doing next. Uh, Java has supplied for me a list of terms about decks. And, or not, not deck. I, deck was the first thing I read. Okay, <laughs> About roofs. All right. So here we, go, here we go. I want to go ahead and give you some jargon so that if we're talking about this stuff with the roof, you know what we're talking about. All right. So the deck on a roof is is... Uh, let's call that the flat part, the surface. It's usually plywood or OSB to which roofing materials are attached or applied. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. This is an old home with plank. Right. Okay. And yeah, we'll leave that there. <laughs> a, a dormer is a small structure projecting from a sloped roof, usually with a window. That's it. In my house, we call that the dog houses. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, that's yes. another name for them. Yep. Sure. When a dog house is more of the A-frame look. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. The dormer is around. Yeah. Okay. A drip edge is an L-shaped strip 
usually of metal, that's installed along roof edges to allow water to run off to drip clear of the deck, eaves, and siding. So it didn't stay there and, you know. Keep it from running. Right. Uh, Eave, the horizontal lower edge of a sloped roof. All right, I got that. I know this sounds silly, people, but you you hear these terms constantly. The correct terms, and you know right. we used to. Right. Okay. Fascia is a flat board band or face located at the cornice's outside outer edge. Now, Java did not supply us with a definition of cornice, but we're going to move on. All right. The so, same as a toe board. Same as a toe board, which, again, we don't have a definition for. Okay. Flashing. Flashing. All right. This one is one that gets a lot of folks. Flashing. Pieces. Yeah. Pieces of metal. All right. Flashing is a piece of metal used to prevent the seepage of water around any intersection. What that means is like your whirly bird and the pipes where the, like your uh, vents and stuff come out. There's flashing around those so that water won't get between that and the roof. That's very important. They're flashing around walls and bricks and, and chimneys. It's typically where everybody gets their leaks. If you don't put the flash in there, you're going to have a problem. Right. All right. And uh, ridge. The ridge is is kind of the top, the top edge of two intersecting slope roof services. So when we talk about a ridge vent, mm-hmm. that, that that's a vent on the very top edge. A rake. The rake is the inclined edge of a roof over a wall. I, I would never have a reason in which to use that <laughs> word, but I think it's really cool. So there you go. Some jargon to know what is going on with roofs. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Java, I see you got your headphones on. Yeah, I just wanted to apologize to all the pros who are listening because, you know, they was like, we didn't need roofing 101 this morning. Before, <laughs> yeah. before, the, before the people like myself, you know, I hear these terms that you guys throw around and I don't really know what they mean. So, it's you know, it's good It's good to have a, a little lesson every now and again. I appreciate mm-hmm. that because I just typically make the words up, Java, and this is much better. Uh, pass me a whatchamacallit there. Right, <laughs> right. whatchamadigger. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877 Two seven four six four. So, uh, one of the emails that we got in, and I'm loving this. Roof wise, you ready? Mm-hmm. We just talked about this. Brick chimney, mm-hmm. water leaks onto gas logs during heavy rain. Okay, home has a metal roof. What? What? How do I find somebody who can deal with this? Apparently, this person's been through a couple of things here. He's got a metal roof, a chimney. And he's getting water inside, obviously, that chimney. I don't think the metal roof's got anything to do with that. Probably not. Probably my going through first, that brick chimney. My first. But see, um, you got a combination there. You got flashing. Yep. You got metal. Yep. You got, you got brick. Uh, yeah, uh, shingle. It, the first thing that he came to my mind it. was the cap on the, on the flue. A lot of people miss the top of the chimney. That's right. The top of the chimney needs resurfacing after so many years. It crackles up, and, and it allows water in. You get that green moth growing. You get that black um, uh, microbial growth and stuff. Right. So um, that cap needs to be inspected. The only way to do that is to have a long ladder to get on top of may, the chimney. And if it, you I mean, know that's what? a long way up. It may be someone else do that. And sometimes those chimney caps just blow off. You don't even know it. That's right. Really? Or they blow to the side. You know, a good heavy wind because they're up so tall and the wind catching them and limbs flying and hitting them and things. And they take a beating. Hmm. You know, another thing that I think is worthy of mentioning, um, call be, be, be careful before you call your insurance company and, and file a claim 
uh, on your roof, mm-hmm. call a professional company and let them inspect your roof. Because once you once you make that call to the insurance company and file a claim, you have a claim, regardless yeah. if you have a claim or not. Right. You have a claim. So it goes on your books as a claim. As a claim. Right. This is so, the number one thing. People don't realize that the brick chimneys need sealing uh, every so often. Well, uh, to what you were saying, Jeff, if you if you missed last week's show, uh, we had some insurance pros on, and we did talk a lot about insurance. So if you're talking about that roof and thinking about insurance with the roof, you might want to go back and listen to the podcast of last week's show, uh, 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 Fix It 101, about insurance. So anyway, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. And uh, here we go. Oh, one more, one more email here. This is a skylight question. Here we go. Mm-hmm. I had my roof replaced with a roof that should last 25 years. That's mm-hmm. what she was told. That's what she was sold. Since then, I've had several leaks around the skylight. The roof company has repaired it each time, but new leaks arise. Do I need to just replace the skylight? If so, what type of company people are the best qualified to do the work? Um, that's interesting. You know, so she got a she got a roof, and the skylight has leaked apparently since. You should really change the skylights when you change the roof. They're all a part of that system, like your pipe flashing. Uh-huh. We don't leave nothing uh, of the old roof system. If we're going to get a new roof, we're going to give you a new roof system, meaning everything. New Including shingles, the skylight. New, felt, new, new nails, I, new skylight. I new agree flashing. with that. And nine times out of ten, insurance is not paying for that skylight. Really? Now, unless something no, went through it. Unless that's right. And um, really, I'm all, I'm but they fade after ten years. You can't even see out of them. They all filmy and and, and and gas gaskets leaking. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a, a name. Um, Velux, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is the best skylight ever made. Okay, so that's They're, a brand. It's a brand. Uh-huh. It is a very good skylight. It is not expensive. And um, 25 years in this business, um, I would not install anything other than a Velux. I think that's called Period. an endorsement. And I think like it is. one unit and not all those different components where you got to put it together and step flashing and, hmm. boy, you get into something. Okay. We, we used a single unit uh-huh. with the uh, straight base, and it's got enough room where you can get your hands on it and work and seal it. Good deal. And we always use a, um, ice water or something up under those. All right. Let's go to the phone. Rebecca's on the line. And, uh, oh, this is good. Rebecca, how to clean a metal roof. What's going on, Rebecca? Just wanted to know how uh, to clean a metal roof. Things like a pressure washer might force water in cracks that you don't want it to go into. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you? Uh, um, is this something that you would do or hire out? Hire out. Oh, okay. Good. Okay, good. Uh, and because metal roofs, uh, and, oh, and I'm sure they can tell you, they pose a whole different issue for people climbing up on them. Is that, is that, and God forbid they're wet at all, you'll slide right oh, off you it. slide yeah. down. Um, okay, so uh, that, uh, Dell, how would they typically clean a metal roof? They just get up there with brushes and I some stuff? I would say um, give it a soft bath, you know, the soft scrub brushes and an a, um, um a chemical to kind of uh, degrease it and and get all of the um, um, anything that's you know algae anything off of it. Any kind of staining, Rebecca? No. Oh, okay. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Good deal. You just want to give it a soft scrub bath. You know, a, a long handle pole that'll reach up there and and a water hose, spray it or a little a garden hose to soak it down and let the chemicals work. Right. Take the brush, agitate it, and just rush, wrench it off. 
Thank you. All right. Thanks, and, Rebecca. And there, there are companies. Just pick up the phone and uh, call them. They'll be happy to do that for you. Yeah, like I, a window wash company? or, or there's, a, there's, a, there's a bunch of them out there cleaners. right now. Really? Okay. Yep. All right. Let's. Uh, uh, do we want to take a break or keep going here, Java? Let's keep rolling. Mike is on the line in Tupelo. What's going on with you, Mike? Uh, calling about my roof, of course. All right. Uh, What's going on? Uh, 20, 25-year-old shingle roof. The shingles are showing white around the edges. The aggregate's washing off. Uh, the next roof will be a metal roof. And considering standing seam versus the other kind, the normal kind, that you see the exposed fasteners. And should I have the old shingles torn off, there's only one layer, um, or just put the new metal roof over the top, and then I have a follow-up question on that. Hmm. Gentlemen, uh, should he tear that old roof off or not? I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it off if it's my house. Okay. I've uh, heard that a couple for, of times, for, Mike, on this show, that, that these guys prefer not going roof over roof. Well, yeah. in, in Mike, here, here's the reason. Factors. Here, here's the reason I'm taking the, the, the shingled roof off. Uh, the shingle roof is wore out. Uh, I want to check the decking, make sure I don't have any decking problems. Because picture this for a minute. I go over my old shingles, and then I realize that I've got a decking problem. Uh oh! Uh, now, now, now I've got a much bigger issue. Mm-hmm. It, it costs very little money to get that roof taken off. You can inspect your decking at that point. Put your new felt down, one by fours, and then and then go with your metal. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, and in a, in a case like that, if you're going to do it, do it right. Take the the old roof off, like say, inspect that decking. If there's no problem with your decking. You want to use your good underlayer, something like um, icy water or, or the, just the good Rhino Shield. Um, you can just use bare felt, but if you're going to do a metal roof, you don't, you want to set it and forget it. Put your good uh, underlayer under there, some peeling stick. And so, uh, well, let's answer the first your- question: Would you put in a standard seam metal roof like that's the kind where we've been talking about today, where it has the the screws in it, where you can see the screws? I've then there's both. another kind where it's uh, interlocking. Yeah, the, yeah the, it's the, a little you, more expensive. You've got, you've got um, concealed fasteners. Mm-hmm. Again, um, if I can afford the concealed fasteners, that's what I'm going with. I don't want to see the screws. You see that mostly in commercial, too. So well, the, 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 the conceal. uh, concealed. Sure. It's a different grade so, metal. You got so that I, would, I would do, I, if it were my house, I would do the concealed fasteners. Okay. Right. Or uh, something, you know, looking to uh, a metal roof with a solar panel on it or something. You know, just go all out. All right. All right. We appreciate it, Mike. Thank you very much. Um, so we're going to keep going? Yeah, let's keep going. Paul is on the line in Collierville. Uh, what's up, Paul? Mm, almost. Hey, let's uh, go. <laughs> we'll wait for Paul to get right. Okay, yeah, yeah. we'll did. wait for Paul to get right. Uh, okay, now this is a neat issue, and we'll get back to it in just a sec. All right, this is going to be fun because it's going to require crawling around. Mm-hmm. All right, it's time for another break, and if you want to join today's show, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Talking about your DIY questions and giving tips on how to extend the life of your roof. We'll be right back. 
no matter if you use an app to start your car or still have a flip phone. Everyday Tech can decipher today's technology for tomorrow's solutions. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dale Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.com. Dot org. I have a I have a issue for you guys to help me figure out how this lady can paint her cabinet. You ready for this? Oh no, this is going to be a lot of fun. All right, I have a long. I think every house has got one of these. I have a long, narrow cabinet in a bathroom that I need to scrape, prime, and paint due to moisture problems. It's a camp house, not a residence. Anyway, I cannot reach the back areas of this cabinet to adequately. Prime and paint. I tried to paint. I try to paint roller, but still have trouble getting good coverage in the seams where the walls meet the other cabinet floors. That kind of thing. Any way to get back in there? And I Just thought, well, use a brush. Well, I mean, but you got to get the brush back in there. Is it you know the brush with the handle extension? You know the. No, no. Is that does that like require um, yeah, uh, invention? Uh, well, yeah, I was going to think, is that duct tape on a broomstick? Yeah. What is yes. that? Is it? You know, we do that all the well, time. I, I'm confused. Uh, it's a long. We're, we're painting the vanity. It, uh, it's a. It says it's a cabinet, so I'm guessing it might. And it's in the restroom, so I'm guessing it's like a. We hold towels or whatever else in there, but then again, you're right, Jeff. I think I know where you're going. No one's going to see that. Yeah. Well, I. That's like the spot behind the commode. Right. Well, <laughs> you know yeah. you're not taking that commode yeah. up every time. That first I've time never, to get I've it. I've never gotten that lucky. I have to paint behind the, the, the oh, commode. Okay. Every yeah, time. Which requires up. removing the commode. Yes. Right. Yes. So, okay. I, or I, at least uh, the tank. I think, uh, Dell, you might be right. Just you're going to have to do the broomstick duct tape to a paintbrush and go mm, for it. Take the little bitty brush and uh, put, you know, yeah. make you a little handle. That's going to take a minute. All right. Paul's on the line in Collierville. What's up, Paul? Paul, are you with us? I well, I'm not in Collierville, but is this? Are you talking to me? Yes, sir. This is MPB's okay. Fix It 101. What can we do for you? Well, I was listening to your comment. I I was a contractor for a long time. I'm still a licensed contractor in Mississippi, and I do home inspecting now. Mm-hmm. And um, I was listening to the comment somebody asked: Should you remove the roof before you put down a metal roof? And the reasons he gave for doing that were all valid. And you want to make sure that you're checking your decking. But more importantly, and I tell this to everybody, especially as I do a home inspection and the roof is near the end of its life, and I can't tell them to whether, you know, get it replaced or not. If it needs repair, it needs repair, yada, yada. Right. But I tell them, you know, a contractor, roofing contractor is going to come in, and most people buy a roof by price. Mm -hmm. Shingles a shingle is what they look at. Right. Mm -hmm. And the roofer will tell them, well, I'll save you $1,000 by just laying over the roof and... You have oh, yeah. no problem with that. Hmm. But you really can't. Number one, you lose 25% of the life of the new shingles. But more importantly, what most hmm. people don't understand is most houses, you got to figure if it's a 2,000-square-foot house, have at least 30 square shingle. Do the math as far as the weight of it, 
and you've got the equivalent of an, right. elephant, of, a, of an elephant sitting on your roof. That's right. Now wow. you go ahead and you lay another, and now if you go with architectural shingles, which weigh 30% more, now mm-hmm. you go ahead and you have the equivalent of two to two and a half elephants. And now you're starting to get cracks in the ceilings. The wow. doors in the second floor don't open up properly, mm-hmm. and you get all... And they're all wondering, well, what's happening to my house? And right. it all has to do with the amount of the shingles that are on. And I did a, I did when I first got to Mississippi. I was doing some uh, renovating on two homes up in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And the guy said to me, he had a leak here. And there were six layers of shingles. Oh, oh my gosh. How can you find that? Yeah. You can't. And, and two, two, Paul, the, the house was never designed to carry that load. No, not at all. So, if you go with a ranch, it's got a low slope anyway. That's right. And I, I think you know, architects, what is that, uh, 275 a square? How much that weigh? I, uh, they weigh pretty I good. I can't remember. But They weigh, yeah, with with the felt and, and everything, you're looking at at least 200 a square. Yeah, 200, 200, okay. 200 what? Pounds. Pounds. You know, per pounds. square. Yeah. Square and I actually think it's a little more than that, but I, I just can't remember. Yeah, but a but that's a very that. good point. Uh, and then too, that, that roof on top of the roof would rot out a roof. The roof, uh, the, the roof that, up under it eats the roof on top of it. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, it can't he, breathe. He opened up with that comment, yep. and it sweats yeah, it out. And once it starts sweating, those nails rust out, and you have a leaking roof everywhere. Yeah, without a doubt. So All right, I thanks. Just wanted Paul. to throw in my two cents. Yeah. Thank you very much. And it's some of the, the older homeowners will be like, "Well, I'm not going to be living around to see it. No way. I'm going to just pass it off. That's not the way to do it." Don't pass that on to someone else. Right. All right. Thanks, Paul. We appreciate it. Uh, We're going to keep on moving. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Before we get to that, this is is an interesting thing. All right. So I need advice about removing stains from a brick wall. And I was curious about this because I thought, huh, let's go a little further. The stains appear to have been caused by two shutters, probably vinyl, that were on both sides of a window over the garage on so an east-facing wall. Yeah, on an east-facing wall. It looks like color leached out of the vinyl or possibly paint that was used on the shutters. I've read that pressure washing may not be the best choice for this since it can damage the finish of the brick. The house in question was built in 98. Any suggestions as to the methods and uh, products that might get this it off It seems like whatever you use, you're going to have a little differential there. Yeah, you know, the first thing I want to do is find out what is on the brick. Yeah, so you uh, over-treat it. If it's paint, they make a product called Goof Off. Very good. You could try that. If it is, it's, it's got to be paint. Um, I don't see how the color is going to leach out of that vinyl shutter. Right. Um, uh, but, yeah, I mean, that that's my first choice, figure out what's on like- it. And uh, where the, where the shutters at should be preserved, and the other parts should be lighter. Well, I think someone painted the shutter is what it sounds like, but and again, got it on the brick. we're diagnosing over the radio, which right. is hard sometimes. But you are right; it, do not put a pressure washer on your brick. Uh, it can. It Would can, you like to say that again? <laughs> yeah, it can damage, uh, especially you, the more. Yeah, and you don't it, want to just it, run to a and, and, and the face of the brick. So the best thing to do is get some detergent and a brush. Um, we've we've cleaned a lot of brick that way. So that goof off is probably going to be your best. It's, if it's, it's not, paint, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, when you say detergent, what are you what are you thinking, Jeff? Um, j- just about anything. Yes, yeah, something. Um, even even. Um, 
you know, some some concrete driveway wash works real good. Oh, okay. Like the, um, the, the house wash stuff. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just scrub it with a brush. Right. Okay. Uh, cool. Let's go to the phone. Uh, Kathleen's on the line. A tip on painting hard-to-reach places. Okay, we were talking <laughs> earlier. This lady was trying to get to the back of a cabinet. Dell suggested taking some duct tape to a broom handle and sticking it on a paintbrush. <laughs> what Make a hound of fun in What are you thinking, Kathleen? Well, this I have done. So when you ask me, did you do it? Yep. Uh, look, take your paintbrush. Try to get a sponge brush. Sometimes you can uh, take the you know take the handle of the brush with you to a hardware. Go to the plastic pipe section. See if you can fit the handle inside the piece of plastic pipe. What you do is you drill a hole through the handle of the paintbrush. Drill a, drill a hole through the plastic pipe. Put a screw through it that holds it in place, nice. and you can make it as long as you want. Right. Much better than duct tape. Yes. Right. I like that. I'm better than duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Appreciate Bye. it, Kathleen. Uh, uh, you know, something she mentioned there that uh, my wife and I uh, paint you know, uh, quite a bit at our house and stuff, and but f- the, the foam brushes... Yeah, Make me they, just want to give up and hire a contractor. I hate those yeah, things. Yeah, because they're going to tear them on the first two strokes. I can't stand foam <laughs> brushes. So. Anyway, oh, man, I can't believe this. Timothy is on the line from Louisiana. Captain off the grid. What's going on, Timothy? Good morning. I'd like to ref- reflect this on you. All right. Reflect um, it. Galvaloom roofing. Much mm-hmm. cooler than anything else. If you're, if you're cooling your house and you're putting a, a composition dark composition roof on it, you're just paying the electric bill higher and higher because you're you're absorbing solar heat rather right. than reflecting it. So you're saying, what would you do? Or would you put a lighter color roof? I'd put I'd put a galvaloom roof on. Uh, you know, okay. I, anything else is just crazy. And and you know those you know I <laughs> the dark galvaloom you know the the painted stuff. Yes, sir. It's just as bad as a as a composition roof. Okay. So I would keep it that nice silver stuff or the white stuff and, and reflect that heat back into the atmosphere. I will say, Timothy, if you, if you drive around, one of our neighbors got a metal roof that was just, you know, metal covered. Cover. Yeah, the, the yeah. meal finish. The, the, the meal finish or gavelum. Yeah, and it was, and, and I will say it's beautiful, but. First time I drove in the neighborhood, it is bright. Yeah, I just like someone turned the light on. It, it, it will tone down <laughs> a little, but yeah, I, I I get your point. Okay, yeah, but it was great, and uh, that's a that's a pretty good idea, Timothy. Thank you very much. Yeah. We appreciate that. All right, y'all have a groovy day. You have, you too. <laughs> have a groovy day too, Timothy. Man, I love that guy. Okay, this is one of my favorite emails ever. You ready for this? By the way, if you want to get a call in, we're talking roofs today. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. And give us a call. We'll talk roofs or whatever else you need to do. Removing old shrubs. Here's this email. We moved into my parents' home a few years ago. Mama planted azaleas in the 70s. Hmm. They're completely overgrown and too close to the house. We're having a hard time removing them. Any advice? Um, I did. I mentioned this on the show one time before, and I'm going to tell you what not to do first. Okay. Hook a chain to it to the truck. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even bother with a truck. I hooked the chain to it 
to my lawnmower. It's a riding lawnmower. Really? Yeah. And it put all the torque on it, and I was greatly successful at almost pulling the back wheels off my lawnmower. <laughs> I was, I was, yeah, I was because I, 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 don't, I don't think it's going to pull the bush. I no, really it don't. It will, I Those can say. Those things root in deep. They oh, do. Yeah. They, they do. get under the slab. They hold on. I hate to tell you this. Here's the, you know, here's the thing. I hate to tell you this, and the person's they name, above, you know, they put it on here, but I'm so sorry. you got to get a shovel. There's really no other good you way. You have to really you, dig them up. And, yeah. you know, two feet down. Because they're azaleas. It's like cutting down a crepe myrtle. Who cares? I mean, it's going to grow you, right back. Yeah, you can you can rent a little mini X. What uh, is that? That's a little, that's a little bitty trek uh, hoe. Really? And uh, yeah, and you can rent. They're they're relatively inexpensive. Yeah. You could rent a little bobcat. Um, uh, what's the what's just the proper, get a stump what's the proper name for that? It's called a excavator. Uh, no, the excavator is the other one. Yeah. Uh, skid steer, I think, is the proper name. And they just uh, their job in the world is just to dig without you having to. Sweat. Oh yeah, dig and pull. Right. You know, it's, right. it's, and 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 they're, <laughs> they're, and they're not. They're very easy to operate, and they're not extremely expensive. Rent them on a on a Friday afternoon. Pick them up. You've got them all weekend for the right. daily rate. Okay, and uh, then take it back early Monday morning. Man, yeah. that's and a great idea. Band on your yard either. All right. Well, I was stupid. I went out and spent seven bucks on a well, on a yeah, shovel. No, but yeah, and you, I mean, you probably saved you know three, four hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, my so chiropractor's paying for it now. Oh, true. <laughs> all right. True. All right. Uh, let's go to the phones. John is on the line in South Haven. A question about roofing. What's going on, John? Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, I have a question about roofs, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2003, we had a roof replaced. It's in great, still in great shape. It was the second roof. Okay, the roofers came in and put in a, a high-quality roof over the top of my original roof, which was 16 years old at the time and in good shape. Mm-hmm. All right, they used nails. They said they had to use longer nails. Because right. it was a second roof. Right. Well, they drove them right through the decking. So if you go up in the attic, it is full of nails. And I'm wondering, it's about time for another roof. Well, you got to take both of them off. Well, no doubt about that. But <laughs> is my decking ruined? No. Okay. No, no. It, it, John, the, the nails are supposed to go through the decking. Okay. The original now, roof did not quite go through the it decking. It should have. And you use South Haven... Has a little bit more snow load they than, 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 than we do, and um, you probably have lumber decking. Is that no, right? It, well, it's uh, plywood. Oh, it is. Okay, okay. It's not seven board. It is plywood. Though. It is plywood. Okay, so South Haven, you're either using plywood or lumber because of the snow load. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's okay for those nails to go through there. I, am I wrong? No, no, that's, no, that's correct. Yeah, the okay. same way in my. But when attic. they take the roof off, you want them to pull those nails. Don't just absolutely them pull, pull them, them. Take it, take it all the way down to your decking again. Okay. Inspect you the decking, don't want to that. and then uh, I'm a big believer in the synthetic felt. Now it's much oh, yeah. lighter and does a much better job than your 
uh, 30 or 15 pound felt. Yeah, that John. We haven't um, used that since uh, 17. But yeah. once you put, you know, once you pull all those nails out, I know you're worried about those little holes, but that's what the new felt is for. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, not going. That's going to give you a waterproof you, you're fine. barrier. You're fine. Well, that's great. I've only worried about this for 16 years. <laughs> well, you know, it was at least worth a phone call, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. I enjoy your show every week. I appreciate you guys being there. Thanks, John. We I appreciate it. I who turned it to roof off. You know, that's a, that's a great town, too. I'm, I grew up in Germantown, Tennessee. Uh-huh. When I was old enough to move out of my parents' house, I moved to South Haven. And uh, I, I just, I like that town. I've still got a brother there, and it's a great yeah. little town. Well, yeah. We were up there yeah. for a meet and greet just not even six months yeah, ago, having a blast. Uh, yep. Uh, okay, here's an email. We got double kitchen sink. All right, guys. <laughs> this is someone, as I read the email, is is exasperated. Double kitchen sink with disposal on the right side has backed up for the fourth time with an exclamation point. <clears throat> Have tried plunging and manual snaking to no avail. Are there any other options before I call the plumber again? And how do I prevent this from happening? Just remove the disposal? Help, please. Number one. What are they putting in that disposal? Well, first, we learned when um, uh, from a couple of different contractors on this show that about the worst thing you can do to your plumbing is put in a disposal right. to start with. Right. right. You, you, we <laughs> should never, ever put in a disposal. Ever. <laughs> And because think about it. And so you, I can't even think of living without it now. I, well, you've right. got a two-inch line, so I'm going to stuff everything I can. Yeah, baby dolls, down everything. That <laughs> baby dolls, I mean, everything. You've got a garbage can, or even better, put it outside in the compost pile. Yes. I mean, uh-huh. don't shove it down the sink. Right. So, it's a okay. horrible idea. So the, the idea there, and um, this is going to uh, to Sarah. In Columbus, but Sarah, who wrote in, uh, yeah, getting rid of the garbage disposal <laughs> will probably fix the issue. One thing I learned, though, from an appliance guy forever ago. All right, so when you when you turn the the disposal on, turn the water on first, let it go for a little while, then put your stuff in. You know, whatever if you you know whatever food whatever mm-hmm. you putting in there, Ranches, let the let the disposal boats. go not just a little while. But a good little while. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let it, let it chew as much as it wants. Grind up all that, that stuff. Keep that water on high. On that full. helps it to, um, to yeah. cut it up. Or throw it in the garbage can. Or throw it in the garbage can. <laughs> you wouldn't be calling right now if you'd throw yeah, it in the, the garbage can. You're right. You're right. I mean, you can't take that away from it. No. Nope. Yeah. All right, uh, 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Uh, some, uh, some of the things you need to do to take care of your roof, some maintenance, make sure. I've got to do this this weekend. The wife pointed out this giant limb over over my uh, a new part of or a part of my roof. So I've got oh, to get yeah. this limb down this weekend. Be so, careful. Yeah, yeah. It hurts when you fall I'm off. I'm not going up there. I'm Good. chopping it down from the bottom. Wonderful. Right. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, a little prevention in the form of tree trimming goes a long way on your roof. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I, I can't think of, Del, can you think of anything that could ruin your roof faster than uh, debris thing, and all What that people stuff? neglect is those crepe myrtles and, and yep. any bushes that grow too close to your roof line. It messes up that edge. Mm-hmm. You don't see it. Then they keep growing. They, they, you know, it's it, it causes a leak that's undetected because it's probably going to rot out the esophagus first. Okay. All so right. cut back anything from your roof line and just keep the roof clean. I just blew mine off last week. Did you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you blow it off from the ground? 
No, I had to get up there. And then I went up there in my house shoes. I'm like, let me get down. What's wrong with me? Got it in your house shoes, please. I was um, over cocky. And after any uh, big wind or hailstorm, if you heard anything scurrying around on the roof at night, give your roof a quick check over. Yeah, walk around. Yeah. See if any uh, shingles blew off anything. Mm-hmm. And that's a big deal, especially if you hear the scurry. Yes. Um, let's see. Okay. If anything seems amiss, ask a roofer to inspect it. ASAP. Most problems are kind of fairly easy to fix. Like you were talking about the crepe myrtle. Well, mm-hmm. if you don't know that that crepe myrtle is 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 molding your shingles, yeah, they can know. be rub- yeah. if it's rubbing across those shingles, it'll uh-huh. rub them away. That's right. So just yep. cut everything off the roof line. Okay, don't let nothing touch your uh, roof. Well, what we learned at my house was that uh, the the, the trees are moving. The tree over the roof, even when it was sunny, my my roof never got any sun right there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's where the mold would fool. That's where the dark spot would be on the roof every time. Um, okay, another one of our. Uh, no, wait. I think I did our emails this morning. <laughs> Eight seven seven MPB ring will be the number next time around. That'll be it. Eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. It's time for our last break of the hour. Are we doing that? No. Okay. I heard the music, so I was just going. I was just going. Uh, we are talking about roofs today. Are there any big pieces of advice, Dell, that you would give somebody when they uh, feel like they have roof damage? What's the first thing you would uh, suggest? Call a professional that you can trust. You know, because okay. you got to trust their eyes to be your eyes. They're getting up there. You know, they, you want them to be fair with you and not just, you know, take advantage. If you have a hole in your roof the size of this coffee cup, mm-hmm. the water's going to pour in. You don't know what's going on. But a right. roofer can easily cover that, mm-hmm. and you see you don't have a big claim or deductible. It's just a little small leak that just needs something over it. Right. So you don't want to get guards. You know, you want someone you can trust it to fix it, fix it right, and guarantee it. Jeff, do you, uh, you have any suggestions for if somebody's putting on a roof for the first time? Um, I'm going to agree with, with uh, Dale. Check your contractor out. There's several ways to do that. Call Mississippi Board of Contractors. Go online. Call your Home Builder Association. But make sure you uh, get a qualified contractor. Shop cool. local, like uh, your local roofing supply. Well, there we go. All right, folks, that's it. That's the end of the show. Um, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Javik Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Dell Moore and Jeff Simmons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.